Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> 95-7, the game. Okay, football Friday, and uh, and no way around it. A tough act to follow. Like, uh, the first time I became a dog owner a couple of years ago, Penny coming up on uh, birthday number two here in early Penny. January. Yeah, she's, Penny. she's rocking and rolling. But uh, it, it was sort of explained to me that a dog park, because I'm a dog park guy, and uh, a dog park, though, it's hard to train the dogs because... There are so many distractions. This has got the other dogs. You got balls flying in opposite directions. You got a lot of different people. There's a cut. There's just distractions all over the place. It kind of feels like uh, trying to come into a studio and get a show started when a massive celebrity like Brian Baldinger is uh, is out in the common area here at 95.7 The Game. And I wanted to be a part of the Ask Baldy anything, and so we had about five minutes between the time he left and the time we came in. So What'd I was, you ask him? I was just trying to pat, bro. I didn't ask. Do you want a donut? Donut, Brian? We brought donuts. Yeah. Oh, we. We brought donuts, did we? Well, we did because... We believe that <laughs> yes. I brought donuts. I believe uh, yeah. that you will lose. Yeah, yeah. and you're Lose right. didn't run the table, and so... Stupid game. You were on the hook. Either way, donuts would have been here yep. today. Yep, that's true. It's a payday Friday. It's a baldy Friday, and, you know, I don't want to overhype the guy, unless he's still here, and then, and then I will overhype him, but, it, you know, guy... Knows a ton about football and great football player, great broadcaster, but a really nice guy, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like one of those people, like just a presence in the room. Uh, people want to hang around him. People want to ask him questions. Um, you know, people want to act like they're closer friends to him than they actually are. All totally. of those things. Uh, yeah. Those, those are things. By the way, did he get a donut? Did he get a donut? I, I don't think so. You suggested that I bring two dozen in. Yeah. And, uh, and I cheaped out. I didn't. I just brought one dozen. I was I thinking that was, only of myself, yeah, knowing was, that he probably wouldn't go the donut route because I don't think that he's really a donut guy. He's more of a steak and potatoes guy. Uh, it's the same guy, isn't it? Yeah, you never know. I consider myself a steak and potatoes guy and a donut guy. I do like steak and potatoes as well. Yeah. Well, it's not only an Ask Baldy Football Friday, it's an Ask Brocky Football Friday because that's my question. Hey, Brock Purdy. Who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yeah, and what? Yeah, what are? What, not what are you doing? Who what are, are you? What are you gonna do? Who are you? Because I've decided, and my goodness, I know you've had this many conversations. I've had this many conversations, and uh, as we get ready to watch this thing, it is my estimation that the world has decided way ahead of schedule who Brock Purdy is. Now, it is the nature of sport. We do this every draft. We did it to Trey Lance a year and a half ago. I think he's Mahomes. Why do you think he's Mahomes? Well, you know, because he can throw and run. 
Nice. Do you know how many people can do that in this world? I mean, Tom Brady's not one of them. He can only throw. But uh, Carlos you know, Correa can do both. Carlos Correa can throw and, and run. Run. Yeah. He might be Patrick Mahomes. So we love comps. And all of a sudden, part of it because Tom Brady is in town, I think that that actually does not help Brock Purdy. It helps Brock Purdy because I think the 49 defense is going to stuff Tom Brady's offense because it's not very good this year. But put that aside. With Tom Brady coming to town, we have decided that Brock Purdy is Tom Brady. Why? Well, they were drafted late and they were not believed in all the way to the point where they didn't have a big-time college job. I know you're going to say Tom Brady went to Michigan, but he split time. He wasn't even the starter for the majority of his career. So they were drafted late, and they were dismissed, and they had to wait for a major injury to happen in front of them. And then when they got the job, they immediately showed wisdom beyond their years and they both took over teams that were well established with really good coaches that's it that's who he is brock purdy is tom brady yeah pat on the back no pressure kid i know we've only seen you for three flipping quarters he's never started a game in the nfl you are Tom Brady. Both got jobs due to injuries for the incumbents, and so there you go. Brock, go ahead and go out there and make sure you get uh, 10 Super Bowl appearances and go ahead and win seven of them. So there you go, Brock. The, the bar's not set too high at all. Go ahead and get that done, Brock. By the way, you've only played three quarters of football, but hey, n- no pressure, and you're going up against the aforementioned GOAT himself this week, but there you go, Brock. That's what we need you to do. We need you to go out there Go to 10, win 7, and uh, yeah, we'll see you in about 15 years. And before any of you go, oh gosh, what, Willard and Dibbs, did you talk to your buddy Joe down the street or your, boss, your, buddy, your neighbor Bill? Is that who said this? Like nobody who's got any credibility is saying, hey, Brock Purdy, he's going to be Tom Brady, right? We wouldn't have that, Bill freaking Cower. And this makes you kind of wonder as you sit there and think about the twilight of Tom. The emergence of Brock Purdy. Could this be kind of a similar situation? And when you look at it, you sometimes wonder if you're not molded in the National Football League based on how you enter the National Football League. Tom Brady, Brock Purdy, both had to sit and wait for an injury to the player in front of them to get their opportunity. You know, the one thing about both these guys, because of how they entered the National Football League, there was always doubters, there's always questions about who they are. But what you see from them and how they entered that league has fueled them. It reveals them and can ultimately, like Tom does, define them. I'm not saying Brock Purdy is going to be Tom Brady. But I'm saying let's give him a chance. Because sometimes, you know what? That's all you need. And let your your actions speak for themselves. Oh, 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 oh my God. I'm not saying he's not Tom Brady, but let's give him a chance but to be. For, Tom but for the Brady. other 58 seconds, let me use a weird voiceover voice and tell you that he might be Tom Brady. And music in the background made it even more telling and more ominous. What the hell are we doing? What are we doing, Mark? What the hell are we doing? What are you doing, Bill? Don't do this. Please don't do this. Oh, it's too late. That horse has left the barn. Oh, my God. He is Tom Brady. He is. Brock Brady. Hi, I'm Brock Brady. I mean, what are we doing? What are you all doing? Yeah, Kyle, what are you doing? Is it a disappointment if Brock Purdy only wins five Super Bowls? (laughs) Yes, without a doubt. Uh, I I think so, too. I mean. What are we doing? Fire Kyle right now. What's happening right now? Does anybody know what's happening? What what I don't under we're prisoner what, of the moment the off of three quarters of football is happening. I mean, freaking Larry Kruger hasn't said he's Tom Brady, and Larry's been on Brock's jock for 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 three months. Big Jock Brock, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's his nickname. Oh my God, this is out of control. Can we just say that Brock Purdy is Brad Johnson, and that would be even if he was Brad Johnson. Wouldn't we be thrilled? And by the way, I just was doing a quick deep dive into Super Bowl winning quarterbacks and where they were drafted. Okay. If you take Tom Brady 
out of the equation as the all-time draft anomaly. Right. There's only two quarterbacks going back to the start of this millennium who were drafted outside of the first round. Actually, three who have gone on to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson was drafted in not the a, third round. Yeah, so he's not a first rounder. Nick Foles was drafted in the third round as well. And then you go back to Brad Johnson, who was drafted in the ninth round. The ninth round, which the now doesn't even ninth exist. Round. So Trent Dilfer was a first round draft pick? He was, right? Yes, he was. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. yeah. And uh, if you look at Brad Johnson, he was taken number 227 overall, which is damn near where Mr. Irrelevant was taken in terms of the draft. Yeah. And, you know, Brad Johnson had the sort of run that we're all expecting, not expecting, hoping that Brock Purdy can have. So instead of Tom Brady, why don't we look at Brad Johnson as the possible Brock Purdy Super Bowl comp? Well, it'll be a great conversation. Brad Johnson's going to join us today at 1030. How would he know? Yeah, how about that? That was a kowinky dink. Sure. Um, Buster Olney is coming on as well. That'll be at about 11. The Giants are at a fork in the road. We'll describe that uh, in depth a little bit later on in the show. Look, I can bounce around the league and find quarterbacks who have been very successful and even flirted with a Super Bowl win. Jimmy Garoppolo is one of them who weren't drafted in the first round. So I'm not here to say you can't be a successful quarterback outside of the first round. Look just at the starting quarterbacks today. I mean, Lamar Jackson was one pick away from being a second round draft pick. Um, But let's go around the league. Dak Prescott, not a first round draft pick. Uh, Jalen Hurts, not a first round draft pick. He might be the MVP of, of the league this year. Um, let me just bounce around a little bit at some of Kirk Cousins, not a first round draft pick. Uh, let's see. I'm just looking at the whole list right now. Um, Tannehill was, right? Tannehill's a first round draft pick. Um, do, 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 do. Russell Wilson, we already mentioned. Derek Carr. Uh, sorry, Spadon. I, oh, I didn't mean to Too pick soon. the scaff. <laughs> Baker Mayfield first-round draft pick. Baker Mayfield first-round draft pick. So, sure, it's not normal, but you can do it. So, can Brock Purdy be a successful player in the NFL? Sure. Sure. And quarterbacking is always more contextual than we want to give it credit for. Like, And what I mean by that is I think there are plenty of people who can be a good quarterback in one situation and then they wouldn't be in another. Exactly. A lot of it is luck based on where you end up and who's your coach and what are your surroundings. And sometimes that can even be the same person. Why was Kurt Warner good with the Rams, terrible with the Giants, and then good again with the Cardinals? What happened there with the Giants? I don't know. Something made a Hall of Fame player look like junk. So there's always context, even with the quarterback. So Brock's in a good situation. He's surrounded by greatness. Yeah, and the similarity between he and Kurt Warner is something that Baldy was mentioning earlier when uh, Bonte and Joe were asking him about his all-time offensive line. Orlando Pace was a guy that was mentioned, and that's who Kurt Warner had. Brock Purdy has a guy who might be an all-time left tackle in Trent Williams. So when you look around at reasons why Brock Purdy might be Brad Johnson might be able to get lightning in a bottle. He might be Nick Foles, although Nick Foles had a lot more experience than Brock Purdy does. Why could Brock Purdy succeed? And you look at the left tackle, the tight end, the running back, the two wide receivers, the head coach, and all the rest of the things that he has around him. These are all things that would help bolster the argument that maybe Brock could be a guy who catches lightning in a bottle. Here's the other thing, though. Even those examples we bring up, and you've mentioned most of them, I'll throw in Joe Flacco, who beat the 49ers in a Super Bowl. Flacco. Okay? Even those examples we bring up, what do they all have in common? Every single one of them. It happened once. Yeah. One time. There's no quarterback other than Brady who fits that profile and just became greatness that repeats itself year in and year out and traveled across multiple franchises. There's no other example. The Dilfer, the Johnson, the Flacco. The Foles. The Foles. Hell, Foles wasn't even a season. It was about six games. Exactly. They, they, and what happened since then? They moved on. He's a backup. Most people walking around today couldn't even tell you what team Nick Foles is on. Um, I think it's, is it Colts. I think <laughs> yeah, he's on the Colts. He's on the Colts. I thought you were about to quiz me, <laughs> and I was going to say, I don't know. I think he's on the Colts. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. 
Uh-huh. Point being is there's really only one answer that I feel like is an acceptable answer to who is Brock Purdy going to be. And the answer is I don't know. I thought you were going to say Brock Purdy. <laughs> well, yeah, you mean Brock. I mean, can we have a healthy conversation around this question? Are the 49ers still a Super Bowl contender? How do you answer that? Yes, absolutely. Why? Because they have the best defense in football. Okay. They've got a laminated play sheet that is the most laminated of all play sheets. <laughs> and they've got a great supporting cast around them. And I've been a big advocate of saying that Jimmy Garoppolo is the fifth or sixth most important player on that offense. And I believe it to be the case in terms of, you know, Brock Purdy. He's the same sort of figure on this offense. Can he get the snap and hand it off to McCaffrey? Yes, he can. Can he dink and dunk to Debo and let Debo yak it up? Yes, he can. Can he find, hey, diddle diddle, kittle down the middle? Sure. Can he get Brandon Ayuk on a choice route? Yes, he can. So I think that all the things that this offense is built upon can still apply to Brock Purdy. Now, he's obviously a way more inexperienced than Jimmy Garoppolo, and so the rookie mistake factor can and probably will rear no doubt. its ugly head. No doubt. But I look at this team and Kyle Shanahan looking at Brock Purdy, he knows that Brock is inexperienced and he knows he has a nasty defense. So I would imagine that starting this Sunday against Tampa Bay, it's going to be three yards and a cloud of Purdy and hoping to keep his defense in the game. Well, this is, I don't think this is a first. Maybe it's a second or a third. We don't do this very often. I'm going to go the other way from your optimistic answer. This is crazy. I think for right now, the answer to this is no. Because it it, it doesn't mean I'm going to disallow it from happening. It doesn't mean that I don't reserve the right to change my opinion in a, a week or two or three. But the idea that Brock Purdy... Because he held it together for three quarters. Three beautiful quarters. Against a weak defense, by the way, that was in his face consistently. And I get what they were trying to do. They're like, zero. let's scare the hell out of the brand new quarterback. <laughs> and he handled it really well. So he's answered a couple of questions. He's answered a couple of questions. Is he confident? Yes. Can he handle a few things that you're throwing at him? Like, is he, and we talked about this early in the week, is he going to freak out when the red light comes on? No. So those are really good answers. And those are what we know, but that's the only thing we know. To then take any rookie, forget where he was drafted. I don't care if he was a first rounder. To take a rookie, hand him the reins in week 13, and go win the Super Bowl. Come on. Really? Yeah. Like, uh, yes, it's allowed. Sure. It's within the rules. That would be an unbelievable story. And I just want to make sure that we're giving that its due. Understand, this is a Disney movie now. Totally. If the Niners win the Super Bowl, I hope you all understand that. Remember the old after-school specials? Oh, gosh, yeah. This would be a classic after-school special. Big bucket of peanut butter and a spoon. (laughs) That was me. I didn't need the bread. I just took, I needed a jar of peanut butter, Jif, and a spoon. And that's it. I'm a skippy guy. After scene, definitely a GIF guy. That explains a lot. Anyway, <laughs> I, I didn't. It was either Scooby Doo or if there was an after school special, <laughs> I was yeah, I was Rock here. Wrong. Rock Rudy. Yeah, yeah, and I would have gotten away with eating the entire jar of peanut butter if it weren't for you stinking kids. Yeah, anyway, those go ahead. kids always. Yeah. I, you're right in terms of like the overarching reality of what we're asking this to be and how this is supposed to go, but. I will go and get into a micro level because you and I have both talked about it and we both agree that the word should is attached to the 49ers and a playoff berth, even with Brock Purdy. That I, yes, they should. I agree. So if they should be a playoff team, and we both kind of agree, I think, that they still should win the division, which means they would have a home playoff game. Yep. And in that home playoff game, even with Brock Purdy, they'd be favored. So you give them a home playoff game, and I think they win that game. I see. Now, I think you did a few things there where you jumped information that we don't have yet. Shout out Chris Cross. Okay, like 49ers, can they still win the division? Yeah, I do think they can win that division. That might be a referendum more on what I don't think Seattle is than what I do think the 49ers are with their third quarterback. But to say automatically they're going to be favored in a home playoff game, you're going to have some home dogs in the playoffs this year. Heck, 
if the 49ers are still as good as we hope them to be, they'll be favored when they go to Minnesota. Okay, there will be road favorites in these playoffs, right? For sure, Dallas probably favored over Tampa if that's the way that goes frankly, in a four-five matchup. Dallas might be favored if they come here, um, especially with Brock Purdy now being the quarterback. But so, I'm just taking it one week at a time. So you and I both think that they should make the playoffs, and we both probably think that they should win the division. Yeah, yeah. So if both of those things happen, and Brock Purdy between now and then is still the quarterback, he's still upright, and you wind up 10-7, and 11-6, whatever it is, you win the division, you have a home playoff game, you'll be favored. You should, based on the fact that you're favored, win that game. You should, but I mean, the, here's what I'm thinking, and we're going to see Washington here on Christmas Eve. Sure are. Washington and the New York Giants, if it's one of those teams, these are solid defenses. Yeah. And they're plucky little teams, right? Like, I don't think that they're going to be... The The reason I'm optimistic about the 49ers is because of the other side of the ball. It's not because of Brock Purdy. Their defense is really elite. It's the best defense in football. And so is Taylor Heineke or Daniel Jones going to come in here and dance and put up 30 points? No, I don't, I don't see that. But might the 49ers have to get used to grinding out a 17-16 game? Shout out Thursday Night Football. Sorry, Spadone. Oh, jeez. But I mean, soon. might you have to do something like that? Yeah. And so, are, like, if that's how it looks the rest of the way, the Niners grind out three of their final five. They never score more than 24 points. And then they host a playoff game. Are you like, ooh, they're going to be favored? Are they? I mean, again... I'm not going to put information on the table that's not there yet. Brock Purdy held it together for three quarters of a home football game. That's different than handling a full start where another defense, better ones coming in, by the way, including on Sunday, when a better defense has been game planning for you all week, and it's going to throw really weird stuff at you because their assumption is you haven't seen a lot. Right. And what's he going to do in those situations? What you going to do, bro? I don't think we can act like we know that answer yet because we don't. No, we don't. We absolutely don't. But what we do know about this team, nasty defense, good solid run game, laminated play sheet, and the fact that you know Tampa Bay's offense is not going to scare you. And even Miami's scary offense, who struck you for a touchdown on the opening snap, and you got a Tyreek Hill touchdown. Other than that, you held them at bay. And I, I think about Tom Brady, statuesque, with a depleted offensive line yep. against Captain Sacaruni, Defensive Player of the Week, Defensive Player of the Month for November. I see this Niner defense feasting, and I see Kyle Shanahan telling Brock Purdy, hey, Brock, go ahead and put your arm in the locker room. We're going to have you just hand it off all day. I think the blueprint for this Niners offense is going to be super conservative. Yeah, except if that's the case, and I was thinking about this, I, I don't think what, what has just taken place is good news for Christian McCaffrey. It, it, it really isn't. Christian has changed this 49ers team, but understand if I'm a deep, if you're a defensive coordinator and you're looking at this team right now, what's the first thing you're doing? Number one, hey guys, make Brock beat us. I'm Christian. Stack the box. You're out. You're out. You're not doing it. You're not running up the middle on us. Like if you can go run routes and Brock can find you before we get to him, congrats. Then Brock Purdy beat us. But tucked into everything you're all saying about Brock Purdy this week, you know what I hear? You know what my ear hears? We still actually don't respect Jimmy Garoppolo. That's tucked in under the covers of what all of you are saying about Brock Purdy. Because you think that's all that's needed on this team. Just come in here and don't mess it up. Just hand off the ball, hit Christian on third down. Dink and dunk. Juwan, third and Juwan, <laughs> five yards away. Boop, 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 boop. You are all disrespecting the play that Jimmy has put together this year. And it is my prediction that it's not going to look the same. And McCaffrey was able to do a lot of the things he's been able to do out of the run game because those defenses did respect what Jimmy could do throwing the ball and Brock is going to have to match that for the 49ers to look the same. Yeah, in theory, I think you're right. And, you know, ultimately it comes down to whether or not you can run the football. And that comes down to the laminated play sheet again. 
because Kyle, Kyle Shanahan and his ability to scheme up offense no matter who the quarterback is. And I know everyone says, oh, he got Trey Lance hurt. Well, he was designing offense around Trey Lance, and I think he'll do the same for Brock Purdy. Football Friday is sponsored by the Jim Irsay Collection at the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium on December 10th for free tickets. Visit JimIrsayCollection.com. Real simple at 888 888- 957-9570 and the Xfinity mobile text line and good morning Twitch and YouTube. Thank you for watching. But we'll take your calls next. Is this team still a Super Bowl contender or not? Is that a pipe dream? 888-957-9570. Brad Johnson and Buster only on the show today as well. Good morning. It's Willard and Dibs. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Take it away, Mark. Well, okay, fine, I will. Thanks so much. Willard and Dibs, 888-957-9570 is the number. Go ahead and announce Carlos Correa, Twitter. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What are you doing? To the twins, a resign. <laughs> and by the way, uh, and I put this in my video, we're doing pre-show videos, you and I. Yep. Uh, taking turns. Today I did a little Finding Nemo, and the Giants apparently aren't Finding Nemo. Yeah, by the way... Um, Another miss for Farhan. What, did, did you, okay, did you actually feel that way when you saw the news? Was it like, damn it? Because I'll give you mine. It was actually... I, like, sometimes, I was pissed, Mark. <laughs> I wouldn't know Brandon Nemo from exactly. Nemo the Fish. Exactly. Like, but I, I've been so in on Brandon Nemo. Or I mean, Nemo, as some would call him. Nemo, Nemo. Well, like, the bottom line is sometimes you don't know how you feel about something until you reach the finality of it. And so, Brandon Nemo's been this name that's been so synonymous with San Francisco Cold Giants. And like, as soon as I saw it, the emotion was relief. I'm like, okay, good. Brandon Nemo, eight years, 162... Worth you know every penny, Mark. I don't know what the hell's going on in baseball free agency. I really congratulate the players on this because, as I said yesterday when Chris Rose was on, this is a response to this janky arbitration system that, that disallows players from being free agents through their 20s. So good on the players all at age 31 being like, all right, so here's what you're going to do, baseball team. You want me? Pay me till I'm 40. Everybody. Right. I, uh, normally, this has been the whole like elite player thing. Everybody's getting paid till they're forty. Brandon Nemo, eight years for Brandon Nemo. When I saw that, I'm like, I don't even care what the number is because who cares about the Giants' money? They got plenty of it. I hope they spend it. But I, so I don't hear what that number. Is, but eight years for a, a quick leadoff hitter. You're going to pay that guy till he's Great 39? Great defensive center I mean, fielder. Stop. He can patrol the big expanses of Oracle Park there, Mark. Eight, eight years. What, eight years of Brandon Nemo? If you're going to if you're gonna have to pay um, this many years for people, then yeah. I actually, I like what the, what, what the Giants are doing in passing on that. Now, unfortunately for them, and we'll get to this here coming up in a, in, in about twenty minutes. TikTok. Yeah, they're at a fork in the road with Carlos Correa, and they That's a four letter word. They are, they're hosed if they don't get him, and I think Scott Boris knows it. And there is no worse negotiating position to be in in all of sports than when you're a, the agent is sitting there going, "I have the best player on the board, and I've got." A big money team with financial flexibility who doesn't want him. They need him. Desperately. That ain't good. No. But but who cares? So go to 350. I don't care. Right. Go to 350. Well, you've got the money and you already right. offered 360 to judge. So why not go all the way to 360? And it wouldn't be the same AAV. It would be less than that. I know because it's going to probably right. be 10, 11, 12 years for Correa? I mean, he, again, if we're all paying everybody until they're 40, he's 28 years old. <laughs> 18 years. We've signed Carlos Correa to the Bobby Bonilla deal. Exactly. We'll be paying him until he's 92 years old. Just give him that Bonilla. I don't give care. Give him that backside Bonilla. Yeah, no, he's going to make 30 a year. If he wants 12, then give him 12. What the hell's the difference? Yeah. What's the difference? It's going to stink for the last few years for all these guys, no matter what. And it's your fault, baseball. I don't feel bad for the owners. 
It's your fault. You're the ones who were paying Mike Trout $560,000 when he was in his third year and, and, and competing for an MVP. So if that's what you're going to do, this is what you get. Pay everyone till they're 40. And if they look like Albert Pujols, too bad. Right. Your fault. And if you're the Giants, you need it now more than you don't want it in 10 years from now. You know, yeah. you need it right now. Attendance is plummeting. Interest is diminished. And you're coming off the worst kind of year at 81 in 81. You never want to be in the middle. Moni in the middle. Where is she at the, in the middle? It's the perfect record for that team. Right. You just look at all of them and they're like, let's... Let's go 81 and 81, exactly. and we'll say it slowly for the people in the back. Exactly. I Giants mean, are in the middle. Just, you ugh. know, it's the one place you, you can't afford to be, but for the Giants now in this offseason, and you're probably still a year away from the prospects coming up, hopefully yes. you get some well, of them this year. You might see. I think Harrison's got a shot to do some things this year. Hopefully, like yeah. May, June. You know, you get yeah. him like six or seven yeah. starts in Sacramento, bring him up. But the rest of the prospects, it feels like you're still a year away. This is a year where you need to give the fans some sign of something, right? By the way, if Kyle Harrison comes up and throws six shutout innings in his debut, buy the arbitration years out right now. Hey, Kyle, 10 years, $100 million. Ready? Go. Yeah. Do it. Do it now. That's what the Braves have been doing. That's what we were talking about he yesterday. He comes up, he throws 88 pitches and five and a third of one hit ball. Giants are up one nothing. Out comes Kapler with his hand tats. Let's go to Brebbia. Giants lose 3-1. Harrison with a no decision. Just go ahead and set your clock. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, seriously. Check all the boxes on your holiday shopping list. By the way, first time today, I looked at the calendar and went, okay, how many days we got left? Okay, it's December 9th. Okay, so what is that? 15, if you count today, you got 15 shopping days left uh, till Christmas. Is that it? Yeah, 957thegameshop.com can save your bacon. Okay, get on over there because who doesn't want a what are you doing t-shirt or a the hell with the kids? hoodie, or whatever it is you can uh, find, 957thegameshop.com. New items up now. Go check it out, 957thegameshop.com. Here's my reminder, and then I, as some of you want to weigh in on the Giants and free agency, we'll do that here shortly. Stay right where you are. But Mike Silver came on with us yesterday, and remember, this is how he phrased the Jimmy Garoppolo injury. And this is not good news. 
the 49ers were a legitimate Super Bowl threat the way Jimmy Garoppolo was playing with that loaded team. They are less of a threat to go to and win the Super Bowl now on paper. Um, you know, Brock Purdy's got some good things about him. He's not perfect, and he's young, and he's going to have some moments that make you, as a 49er fan, want to slam your hand against your head or with the nearest object. So, you know, they have a very, very good team. They like him. They like his vibe, but this just got a lot tougher. Okay, thank you. The the, the word that I want everyone to focus on there is but. <laughs> okay. Got a big butt. Yeah, they got a good team. They got a good coach. They got a lot of good players. They got a lead in the division. Okay, they're eight and four. They've won five in a row. They got a whole lot of good stuff going on. Pause. But. My butt hurts. This. This doesn't go this way. The way that you all have decided this is going to go, it doesn't go that way. And and I want to be very careful with the way that I say this. I'm not here to be a dream crusher. I'm not saying the 49ers can't win every game they play. But I really have not liked the way it sounds within three days of the quarterback going down for the second time this year. In the NFL, there's usually a rule. You lose your quarterback, that's a wrap on that season. Right. It's a wrap. The 49ers is trying to do this twice, and it feels like most of you have decided, like, eh, no problem. You want to come out for the game this weekend? Niners on a roll, get a win. Woo, here we go. Bang, bang, Niner gang. Thank you. Like, good grief. This is incredibly traumatic unbelievably hard, and I think that expectations have gotten out of control. A little bit, but I, I think also people are looking at the totality of the team and the roster and the situation. This is not a team that needs to win four or five just to get in. This is a team in the catbird seat, and in terms of probability to make the playoffs, they're sitting at about 85 or 90%, and that has nothing to do with who the quarterback is. And you look at the strength of this team, the strength of this team has never been the quarterback. And when it was Trey Lance, when it was Jimmy Garoppolo, and now that it's Brock Purdy, the strength of this team is the defense, the run game, the play caller, and then you get to the quarterback as a functional piece of this team. This is not the Chiefs with Mahomes. This is not the Bills with Josh Allen. This is a team, I think, built to survive this sort of a calamity. Yeah, so, I, I, like, I, I get it. I, I still think the 49ers are going to function. But I do think that they are going to function at a much lower level than than how they've been functioning. I agree, but in, I think the they do have weeks. a little bit of a of a buffer, though, in terms of a little bit. You know, and I'm not saying that. Oh yeah, they're Super Bowl favorites. They're really not. But and if, they weren't before. But yeah, right, I hear you. Still favored over Tampa, and you know the game against Washington. You'll probably be favored. This was an interesting question that got posed to me, and I wonder how you'd answer it. Uh, Christy asked me yesterday, "What would the, the spread?" The lovely Christy. The lovely Christy said, "What would the spread?" Because we were talking about this. She goes, "What would the spread be if Jimmy were playing?" What do you think it would be? The spread with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, if Jimmy were playing, what do you think the spread is in this game? Probably four and a half. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, four and a half or five. Yeah. Instead I, of three and a half, I, I, I was a little higher than that. I thought maybe I thought oh, look five. At you. I thought five, five and five and a half. So high. He was yeah. a little higher than I think, that. What I think, do you guys I think? think? The look, I think the look-ahead line before Garoppolo's injury was six and a half points. Six and a half points. Yes. Yeah. Listen, you can go through NFL teams. There's, it, it, there is no individual in sports that will change a spread more than the quarterback. True, yeah. That's a fact, okay? Now, Jimmy Garoppolo is not one of the top spread-changing quarterbacks in the game. Multiple reasons. A, He's not the best quarterback in the game. B, all the points you've just said, this is a wheel that turns. This is a, a, a 49er offense and, 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 a, and a group that, in general, is still a, a very good football team. But I, I don't think there's any game in the NFL that doesn't have pretty close to a field goal at least two points yeah. when you go from one quarterback to the next. Baltimore this weekend... Now we go from Lamar Jackson to Tyler Huntley. How'd this change that number? Had to be at least a field goal. But yeah. again, I think that Baltimore and the way they go about their offense, that is a much more dramatic step down than Garoppolo sure. to Brock He's Purdy. a star, right. You're going yeah. from a star to just a whatever. Um, I mean, Not to say I hate to call him a whatever. But yeah, the Baltimore Ravens are on the road at Pittsburgh this weekend. They're two-point underdogs. 
Baltimore is an underdog at rookie Pickett's Steelers. Yeah. What do you think that spread is if Lamar is in the game? Uh, probably favored by three and a half. Yeah, yeah. I would so, imagine. So, I mean, in some cases, this is not just two and a half, three points. It can be four. Lamar, it can be five. I think, is yeah, more. Yeah, it can be worth, all, like, I mean, almost a touchdown, I would think, in some cases. Right. Garoppolo, probably a three-point quarterback in terms of a step down. And I think when you go from Lamar Jackson to Hundley, that's certainly, and again, it's it's partly because of the nature of how they run their offense with Lamar Jackson versus now how they're going to run it with Tyler Huntley. Yeah, it's interesting. And I also think this. I don't think that this was the greatest thing for Brock Purdy that his first start is against Tom Brady. It's kind of crazy, it's right? It's wild. The NFL does this when they're trying and sometimes when they're not. Like Sean Watson against Houston. Yeah, well, that I think that they were one trying. They, could prescribe. they were trying. Yeah, Although they they kind of, yeah, they, I think, didn't that look a lot better on paper two months ago than it ended up being? For sure. Houston was so bad. And then Cleveland came in and Deshaun was just kind of like, meh. I mean, I think they thought, oh, everyone's going to be there and they're going to boo. And the Houston fans were like, what do you want to do? It's Sunday. Right. Let's go get our tree. I, I mean, nobody's still hanging even, over from the Astros parade. Right. No one even went to the game. Like yeah. that thing, that thing kind of died on the vine. But yeah, this is one of those things. If you're going to sit there and go, huh, late drafted quarterback thrown into a good team because of an injury to a good looking starter. Oh man, that's Tom Brady. So who's Brock play for his first game? Oh, look, it's Tom Brady. And that's, I, I don't think that's great for Brock. I don't. Like, I think he can handle that emotionally. Yeah. But I think it just, I think it feeds the animal. I think it feeds this this comparison and this idea, which is not the best thing for him. I think it's absolutely the best thing for him because if you can beat Tampa Bay, if you can vanquish the GOAT, then all bets are off. I mean, all of a sudden it's not going to be Super Bowl or bust because of the nature of... You know, who Tampa Bay is. Tampa's not the same team that they once were. And the 49ers in a much better spot, even without Jimmy Garoppolo, than Tampa Bay is in terms of going forward and making a deep run. But if you beat Tampa Bay, you're not beating Tom Brady, by the way. You're beating Tampa Bay's defense if you win that game. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. But that would be a huge shot of confidence for Brock Purdy and for the 49ers. By the way, speaking of Brady, we got something from him yesterday that was playful that we want to play for you. However, can we take a moment? Please. Can we take a moment and pass along that Brazil has (laughs) just been knocked out of the FIFA World Cup by Croatia in one of the craziest matches that you will ever see no score into extra time Neymar then scores in extra time by the way this happens every World Cup I had some friends go wait a minute Neymar scored why are they still playing right yeah it's no not, golden goal it's not a walk-off not they anymore don't, they don't do used that. to be Mark right but it's not anymore so Neymar scores but with just a few minutes left in extra time Croatia gets and my favorite word in all of soccer the equalizer. So great. They got the equalizer to send it to penalty kicks where they have defeated the mighty Brazil. Bye-bye, Brazil. Wow. Croatia was so much more confident with their PKs, too. You could see it. Oh, Always. they didn't miss any. They went four for four. Brazil went two for four. Night, night. What's Portuguese for chokers? I'm going to have to Google it <laughs> because know. it's now been 20 years. Mark. Why'd, you, why'd you go Portuguese? Because that's what you speak in Brazil. Oh, you well, speak I thought Brazilian. you were trying to make a Ronaldo comment. Okay, anyway, no, go ahead. And Portuguese is the... Uh, Portugal's still alive. Yes, for now. <laughs> right. But uh, I don't like their chances to go deep. Right. But uh, it's now been 20 years since Brazil has won a cup. The number one, yes, the number one nation. And we all think about soccer. We think about Brazil and uh, Neymar again coming up short. How many years has it been since Brazil won? 20, I believe. I think it was. Since they won their fifth. And they played in Brazil, lest you forget, in 2014. That was their home for the World Cup and they got destroyed against Germany in the semifinal. Oh gosh, that was the embarrassing one. Right. I I feel like I remember maybe Brazil won since then uh, because this would have been in my high school years. I was working at Long's Drugs in Foster City, and I think Brazil won the World Cup. And at that time in my life, I was completely, as many Americans were, totally unaware of what the hell was going on in the World Cup. I'm like, well, you know, whatever. I'm 19. Who knows what's going on? World Cup's out there. All of a sudden, 
store doors open up and people are running into the store with flags. Ninety four must that, have been. There it is. Yeah. 19, let's see, nineteen. Does that make sense? That yeah. was the cup there that was is. here. I was nineteen States. years old. Yeah. I was nineteen years old. So Brazil wins. People are coming in. They're draped in flags. <laughs> They're screaming Brazil, Brazil. <laughs> And, and all of us in our green sleeveless smocks at Long's Drugs are looking at each other like, what happened? Long's Why Drugs. Why are there people running through the aisles with flags wrapped around them? I had no clue what the hell was going on. Uh, FIFA has become a little bit of a bigger deal, uh, at least in the mainstream since then. Well, that was the year it was in the United States, and that yeah. was the year that it was supposed to really become launched into being in everybody's you know purview in terms every of every four years. Oh, soccer is here now. <laughs> and uh, Bulgaria led yeah. by Christo Stoichkov, as you remember. Wow, uh, losing in the semis, and then losing in the third place game and then they they did win it in 2002 in South Korea over Germany but since then not much for Brazil not a mucho okay so I go Spanish into the semifinals for Croatia well they were take on either uh, the World Cup favorite Argentina or the team that took out the old US of A the Netherlands. And so now all eyes on Messi as he tries to get the one trophy that's evaded him throughout his career. Yep. Neymar, a little bit younger, still has time to get the one that he hasn't gotten, but a lot of pressure on Messi now, knowing Always. that you'd be yep. favored over Croatia in that semi. But uh, don't sleep on the Dutch now, Mark. This should be a fun one this yeah, time coming up yeah. here at 11 No, they were good. They were good. And, um, you know, good for Neymar. That uh, I mean, he scored. Like that. I think that does take yeah. a little bit off of Neymar because we know how this works. In fact, I made this point when the USA lost. I, I, I'm like, everyone's always like, oh, when is uh, soccer going to be as big of a deal here? When are we going to catch up? When are we going to this, that? There's one thing that we will never match, and it is accountability. When you are one of these great players in uh, a nation like Brazil or Argentina, they consider it a disgrace yeah. if you come home without a victory, which we could discuss. Is that a little over the top? Whatever. But the point is, and I said this to you last week, there's, this will never change in the United States of America. And, and I grant you, normally the World Cup is not in the fall. But in a case like last Saturday... We lose, and 98% of our sports fans react by going, all right, what time does TCU start? When's the Blue Bonnet Bowl? <laughs> that's, that's us. Yeah. In, in Brazil, this is a disaster that oh, will last beyond. for four years. Beyond, yeah. This is, it lasts for four years. Nobody wants to know in Brazil what time the Red Zone channel starts in a couple days. They don't care. Seven hours of uninterrupted football. And I'm bummed I missed the Scott Hansen interview. I was Oh, off. my gosh. He was, oh, he, was, he was so good. I played the whole thing for the boys when I got home. They just sat there with their eyes looking like silver dollars the whole time. They couldn't believe Scott Hansen was saying their name on the radio. It was unbelievable. I was pretty jealous. Oh, my gosh. Pretty jealous in terms great. of, uh, you know, a lot of times when you're off, you tune in. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll be back on Monday. I heard Scott Hansen. I'm like, was this so is killing me. I got so many questions. <laughs> Totally. Commercial free. All right. Oh, while we're on it, uh, let's see. Uh, Gavilan in Los Gatos has uh, something to say here about uh, about World Cup in 1994. Hey, Gavilan, what are you doing? How are you guys doing today? What's up? Uh, so you were living in Fossil City at the time. I was living in Los Gatos at the time. Okay. And Brazil was staying in Los Gatos during the 1994 World Cup. No way. And during that time, they would close down the streets, downtown Los Gatos, and all these Brazilians were walking around half naked. And I was 12 at the time, and I didn't really get to enjoy it. Like Hello. Right. It would have been, uh, been so much better four years later, right? Oh. <laughs> oh. It, was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's wild! Yeah, that, it, it's 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 different. It's it's different. And by the way, that man, world, the qualifying for that World Cup. I believe that we will swing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I believe that we will swing. <laughs> uh, Early arousal. I mean, no, but the the qualification. <laughs> no, don't talk about that. The qualification process for that World Cup is why the great Tom Willard, my dad. Now he's 80 years old, and I told you last week, he's still upset at soccer. He can't stand soccer. He's going to go to the grave someday not liking soccer like an old-style American should. That's the way it is, and it's because of 
a World Cup qualifier that he took me to at Stanford Stadium against Egypt. I, I can't, you know what? I don't know what year exactly it was, but something in the World Cup qualifying process. He took me to a soccer match, and it was one of those scenarios where the U.S. needed to win and Egypt only needed to tie. And Egypt got an equalizer, and it was a one-one match. And then Egypt started to lay down. They started faking injuries. They started blocking up the goal. And he's just like, "What is this? What is this that I'm watching?" And he's hated soccer ever since. Because they were laying down trying no, to just trying play, to stall it just, out. Yeah, because they bought themselves a tie. It's all they needed. And that's what we got it done. It's like, what on earth is this? You're laying down and we have ties? What the, What is this? What are we doing? And while we're here, shout out Brazil. And I, I tweeted it out uh, late in the second half. It's like watching 11 James Hodden's out there, <laughs> watching them throw it themselves is. on the pitch. Um, all right. Brad Johnson is going to join us in 30 minutes. Tom Brady was playful yesterday. You'd love to hear it. We'll have that for you. And also coming up next. I will very, very clearly explain the fork in the road that is presented to the San Francisco Giants. That's all coming up next. 888-957-9570 is the number. This is Willard and Dibs. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.